No, it's all right. I'll start. I'll start. <clears throat> it is a great honor and a privilege for me to introduce to you folks tonight so many of my friends and for many years colleagues in education. They're very old people, uh, as, as am I now. And, uh, but these, these men have, uh, have a, a long and storied history of singing together the praise of the Lord Jesus Christ upholding con uh, conservative, traditional, sacred music. And uh, this audience will be very appreciative of that, and they know it, and they're among friends here. And uh, it, is, it is just thrills me to be able to introduce to you tonight the SMS uh, Men's Chorus under the direction of Brother Tim Fisher. And if you would stand with me, please, we'll open with a word of prayer, <clears throat> after which I'll turn it over to Brother Tim. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we are in your debt for the gift of music and for its impact in our lives and ministries. We pray that you would bless us tonight as we sit and to some degree enjoy, but in other degrees we, we participate as we sing with these men in our hearts as they praise our dear Savior, Jesus Christ. So we ask for your blessing to be upon us to be upon each one of these men as they sing, upon Beth as she plays. And Lord Jesus, we pray that tonight would just redound to thy honor and thy glory, and we pray it in his holy name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, with thanksgiving. Amen, amen. and amen. Thank you. Sing the mighty power of God that made the mountains rise, that spread the flowing seas abroad and built the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines full at his command and Bye. 
Well, it is a privilege for us to be back here at Ambassador with you. Uh, as a men's choir, we were here probably about seven years ago and uh, had a great time fellowshipping with you here. And then I know I was asked uh, to give a recital here with my sister about five years ago, and that was another extraordinary opportunity for me. But it's, it's great to be here uh, with you folks and to see some familiar faces and some people that were willing to risk another night out with us. And then for the students that didn't have a choice or didn't know better, uh, we're very glad to see you. And uh, thank you for coming. We hope that uh, the way we sing and our demeanor amongst you is winsome for the glory of our Savior. We want you to know who we are. And so we're going to introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Phil Gingery. I'm the assistant pastor and minister of music. Bible Baptist Church in Westchester, Pennsylvania. My name's uh, Carrie Baggett, and I live in Greenville, South Carolina, and I'm, I attend Faith Baptist Church there, and I work and teach at Hidden Treasure Christian School. I'm Randy Hobegger. I'm also from Greenville, and I'm manager of purchasing and inventory control for BJU Press. My name is Mac Lynch, and my wife Beth is at the piano, and we're from Raleigh, North Carolina, where we do the music there in a local church. I'm David Rosbach. I live in Greenville, where I direct Rushing Brook Children's Choir. My name is Mark Felber. I'm pastor in Indiana at Victory Baptist Church in Whiteland. I'm very glad that I have part of my family here tonight, my wife Karen, and two of my sons, Blake, who's an assistant pastor in Atlanta, and Bryce, who is a sophomore in high school and still home with us. <coughs> My name is Craig Stauffer. I also live in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm bivocational. I do pond and lake management part of the time, and then I also do graphic design. My name is John Skinner. I'm from Nashua, New Hampshire, and I have a carpet cleaning business. And I'm very happy that uh, two of our sons, David and Phil, are sitting in the back there. They decided to come all the way down here just to see us tonight. My name is Ben Gant. I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I uh, own a small landscape and hardscape business. My name is Mike Felber, and I'm a pastor in North Dakota, so I appreciate all the really warm weather you're giving us right now. It was negative two when I flew out, and so this is wonderful. I'm thrilled to be able to have my wife, Cindy, and one of our sons, Zach, is here with us tonight as well. My name is Nathan Dupont. I have the privilege of being one of the pastors at First Baptist Church in Gallipolis, Ohio. My name is Tim Fisher. I am... What am I? <laughs> I'm the music pastor at Faith Baptist Church in Taylor, South Carolina, where several of these men attend church, and uh, started many years, many years ago, sacred music services. You may wonder, what is the SMS Men's Choir? Well, we started out as a men's choir from sacred music services, and it kind of stuck. That We started our first concert was 34 years ago. Now, most people believe that SMS stands for senile men singing. <laughs> uh, and you may come up with your own anachronism tonight, but please keep it to yourself. I would appreciate it. <laughs> well, you notice that we have some relatives in the group. We've got uh, a pair of brothers, the, the Felber brothers. And then Phil, over there at the end, is the brother-in-law. He married Randy's sister. 
And then we have <laughs> Randy's sister. What? Did I say that wrong? You got it. You got oh, it. Randy married <laughs> Phil's sister. Good grief. I knew that. Remember that senile thing? Yeah. <laughs> and he speaks up because this is my son-in-law. <laughs> Keep your enemies close and your son-in-law closer. <laughs> no. We are, I am thrilled for Nathan and my daughter because they have given me four of the most wonderful grandchildren in the world. And uh, praise the Lord, they're ages from six to uh, seven months. And uh, we're glad they're not here tonight uh, so we can have some peace and quiet. But we, we really do love them. We thank you for coming. We hope the songs will be a blessing. I'm just curious, how many of you have heard us sing before? Oh, my goodness. Well, you may know some of these songs, and uh, maybe you're just tempted to sing right along with us. Uh, Probably you shouldn't. Uh, Just sing in your hearts. These are wonderful messages. We hope that as we sing, we'll be doing some testimonies, and we want the Lord to be glorified. It's more than just, we hope it's more than just a good song. There's got to be a ministry here. And for us to have a ministry, there's an incumbent part upon us to communicate a message, but it's also upon you to listen to that message and let the Lord speak to your heart. And I trust he will this evening and that you'll receive a blessing from what we do. The next song we want to do is, I really wouldn't call it a patriotic song. I'm not against patriotism, but it's difficult to look at this country and not see everything that is going on, and really it's the insanity of what is happening here. Uh, But for us, we have a scriptural mandate. Uh, The psalmist wrote in, I think it's Psalm 93, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And you know, there's a lot of insanity going along, but we can make God our Lord, and we can tell others in this nation that there is a God who wants to take care of us. To me, that's real patriotism. That's where it starts. So we want to sing this wonderful setting of Blessed is the Nation Whose God is the Lord.
You know, I have the opportunity to work with uh, students with special needs in my uh, job there at Hidden Treasure, um, a ministry of Faith Baptist Church. And, you know, I've noticed something, uh, many things about students with special needs. They're wonderful to work with. Our students, we have about 60 and many different needs uh, across the board. But, you know, in a lot of ways, students with special needs are just like students anywhere. Um, They have a lot of needs. They have a lot of wants. They want to be certain things. They, They go through certain stages of life just like everybody else. And sometimes it's hard for all of us to kind of know what we really want and really need and the difference in those. Um, We think that we want certain things and it'd be good for us, whereas a lot of times the Lord says, no, you you don't really need that. And a lot of times that's just a matter of us understanding what's the best thing for us in our lives. The world thinks that they need a lot of things that they really don't need. And we're forced into that situation a lot of times as Christians. Um, my uncle, uh, his name's Lloyd Smith, he's a songwriter, and he, um, I got with him uh, some time ago, and I was talking to him, and I, I was asking him about a certain song that he wrote, and I thought, I wanted to see if there's a background to this song, and I, I asked him what it was, and he said, yeah, he said, I, I'll tell you a little bit about it, and he said, I was actually listening to the radio one day uh, years ago, and he said, I heard this song that said, what the world needs is love. And he said, I I thought, man, that's kind of catchy. And he said, I found myself kind of singing along. And he thought, wait a minute, that's not what the world needs. And so he went back home and he got out his pen and he wrote a song called The Hope of the World is Jesus. And I've always loved that song. And it's a wonderful song, great testimony. But it's so true. Uh, The hope of the world is Jesus. And that's what we're singing about tonight. Just because you're here tonight at a Christian college just because you live close by, just because you may have relatives that know the Lord, you may have never come to know the Lord as your Savior. We hope that that will change tonight if that's the case. There's a guy named J. Paul Williams who wrote the lyrics to this next song, and it talks about what we really need. We really need to know the Lord as our Almighty Father. It talks about you, are lo- you alone are holy. You're our strength. You're our shield. You're our tower. You're our mighty fortress. Those are the things that we really need to know about. And there's a world out there that needs to hear that. And it's up to us to be able to share that. So I hope you listen to these lyrics of Almighty Father.
few days, they have released 80 minutes of uncut footage of the Titanic. It's kind of opened up an interest again in the Titanic. I recently was reading the book, A Night to Remember, and it's all mm -hmm. first-hand accounts of what people saw, what they experienced, what was happening that night. Now, the year was 1912. In 1912, we were seeing the world was getting better. World War I had not yet started. And there was the thought that man was finally achieving its pinnacle. And part of what they did was they built a ship that they said, even God can't sink this ship. And as I read the book, I was fascinated by this thought. Everyone was so excited and so busy and so relishing the moment that no one was listening. They were busy. The ship set sail on April 10th, 1912. Five days into the voyage, the man that was up on the mast that was looking out at night was about 1140. Now, at that point, all of us, you know, today we carry our cell phones and we're communicating all the time, maybe, maybe even now, depending on some of you. But <laughs> back then they had a brand new thing called the wireless, and it was a new novelty, and People were sending notes saying, hey, we're on the Titanic and we're in the middle of nowhere, but we wanted to let you know where we were. <laughs> and so the wireless operator who made $30 a month and worked 14 hours a day was busy sending these nonsense notes out. And he still had a lot in his basket yet at 1140 that night. 
and he received a text, a wireless, <laughs> and it said, icebergs ahead. And his response was, and I quote, shut up, shut up, I'm busy. About that same time, the man that was up on the mast, who was looking out, saw something that he said was about the size of two suitcases that were put together, but it was getting, fa- it was getting bigger by the moment because the Titanic was running at 22 knots at the time. And as he saw this getting bigger and bigger, he, he immediately rang the bell, and when the response came through the tube, said, what's the matter? And he said, icebergs. And there was a very detached response that said, thank you. And he waited, and he waited, and nothing changed. A few moments later, the ship swerved, and they thought it was safe, except for there was all this ice shavings that were on the exercise deck. People were going out and filling their glasses with it and saying they were going to save it and show it to people. Along the decks, people were saying, are we okay? Are we safe? And the answer was, I don't know. We've hit, a, we've hit an iceberg, maybe, but we know we're safe because we're on the Titanic. And as I read those words, I thought so much of the time we live in. There is almost never a time when it is quiet, when we pause and think. There's always a text. There's always music to listen to. There's always a video to watch. There's always mail to read, classes to study for. And we don't pause to listen when God speaks. If there's any challenge I could give to you as an old pastor to a new generation of Christians that want to read the world, reach the world for Christ, it would be this. Pause and listen for what God has to say. And encourage those that you know and love to stop and listen for God to be speaking. You remember with Elijah, with others, it was never, God never shouts at you. He doesn't force you. He just loves you. And he speaks in a quiet voice. The next song we're going to be singing is a song called Hush. And I hope you'll kind of follow the thought pattern because it's important that every day we pause and remember we're mortal. We only have a certain amount of time to live here on this earth and we want to use it so that it counts for eternity. The second song reminds us that it is the gospel and the gospel alone that allows the world to get to know God, to have their sins forgiven. It's called the gospel train. It, the setting is, hopefully you'll kind of hear the train as it chugs out of the, the train station. And you'll hear it picking up steam as it's going through places. You know, if you listen carefully, you, you can almost imagine the train whistle blowing at you. 
and you think about the fact everyone needs to choose to get on board. And that's the challenge that your generation has. Will you share that gospel so that people can know there is hope? Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Somebody's calling my name. Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. Trouble don't last always. I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? What shall I do? I'm so glad I got my religion in time. Got my religion in time. I'm so glad I got my religion in time. Got my religion in time. I'm so glad I got my religion in time. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Somebody's calling my name. Hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Soon one more in death come creeping in my room. Soon one more in death come creeping in my room. Soon one morn in death come creeping in my room. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. 
Oh my Lord, oh my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Oh my Lord, oh my Lord, what shall I do? What shall I do? Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. Get on board. Old time religion. Get on board. Old time religion. Get on board. Old time religion. It's good enough for me. It was good for my father. It was good for my mother. It was good for my father and mother. It's good enough for me. Get on board. Old time religion. Get on board. Old time religion. Get on board. Old time religion. There's room for many a more. The gospel train am coming. I hear it just at hand. I hear them car wheels rumbling and rolling through the land. Get on board now, little children. Get on board now, little children. Get on board now, little children. There's room for many a more. Give me good old time religion. Give me good old time religion. Give me good old time religion. There's room for many a more. Get on board now, little children. Get on board now, little children. Get on board now, little children. There's room for many a more. There's room for many a more. There's room for many a more. It was good for my father. It was good for my mother. It was good for my father and mother. It's good enough for me. Give me good old time religion. Give me good old time religion. Give me good old time religion. It's good enough for me. songs that uh, are beautifully written in prose or librettists, hymn writers, talking about the love of God. Um, Oftentimes in the late 18th century, early 19th century, a lot of songs included aspects of the ocean and uh, how the love of God is deeper than any ocean. 
and broader than any sea, sometimes talking about bodies of water like rivers and so forth, trying to measure this unbelievable, unmeasurable thing called the love of God. And uh, my uh, grandfather was a shell fisherman growing up in all of his life, and we lived on the, on the side of the, uh, of the ocean on the north shore of Cape Cod. I wasn't <laughs> saved until I was a late teenager, and uh, all these songs about God's love in the ocean I could kind of identify with and how they are so sweet to me and to many of you as well. And the first song in this next passage is a song called His Love, which measures it in that kind of way as well. It's a real sweet song. And then we'd like to do one more spiritual for you as well. The spirituals are very, very interesting, truly American uh, genre of music. And the spiritual uh, was written, of course, by people that were under a lot of bondage, a lot of slavery. And it was interesting, oftentimes they would use the spiritual to teach their young ones, their children, about aspects of the, the Word of God and, and aspects about Christianity. And also a lot of their spiritual talked about heaven. And if there was anybody that understood that they were in a pilgrimage and that their real home was in heaven, but this particular one is called Little Innocent Lamb. Of course, it's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. And then it also is teaching their children about the enemy, about Satan and the flesh. And then also encouraging them to look on and look forward to where their home really is. And that's in heaven.
Little lamb, little lamb, little innocent lamb. I'm a gonna serve God till I die. Little lamb, little lamb, little innocent lamb. Innocent lamb. I'm a gonna serve God till I die. Hypocrite, hypocrite, tell you what he do. I'm a gonna serve God till I die. He'll talk about me and he'll talk about you. Talk about you. I'm a gonna serve God till I die. Little lamb, little lamb, little innocent lamb. I'm gonna serve God till I die. Little lamb, little lamb, little innocent lamb. I'm gonna serve God till I die. Devil, he's got a slippery shoe. I'm gonna serve God till I die. Now, if you don't mind, he's gonna slip it on you. Slip it on you. I'm gonna serve God till I die. Cause there ain't no dying. Cause there ain't no dying over in that heavenly land. In that heavenly land. Cause there ain't no dying over in that heavenly, in that heavenly land. There'll be joy, joy, joy. Just take one brick from Satan's wall. I'm a gonna serve God till I die. Satan's wall gonna tumble and fall. Tumble and fall. I'm a gonna serve God till I die. Little lamb, little lamb, little innocent lamb. I'm gonna serve God till I die. Little lamb, little lamb, little innocent lamb. I'm gonna serve God till I die. Cause there ain't no dying. Cause there ain't no dying over in that heavenly land. In that heavenly, in that heavenly, in that heavenly land. Cause there ain't no dying over in that heavenly, in that heavenly land. There'll be joy, joy, joy. Galilee 
came a love song for all people, the music of eternity. And from a wooden cross, God sang his song of praise and filled the world with the sound of hope and everlasting grace. This shall be my alleluia. This shall be Christmas song. I know Christmas vacation is over with, and it's not coming back this year, kids. No matter how much you want it, it's, it's over with. But uh, we, we enjoy this song. It's really just a, one of my very favorites that Ron Hamilton has written. And of course, it begins at Christmas, and it ends as so many songs that Ron wrote. It ends at the cross. It's called 10,000 Hallelujahs. <coughs> Oh, 
mentioned we've been singing together for 34 years but we only sing together one weekend a year we, we planned this weekend towards uh, late February and God has enabled us to do this and we're just like tornadoes we blow into town we blow everything up and then we blow out <laughs> and uh, we leave everybody else to pick up after us but uh, it's a privilege to be able to do this we enjoy it very much and it's a great opportunity for us to get together um, <coughs> Many of us, especially me, I've been told that I have a face that was made for recordings. Um, and some of these guys would fit that. I won't, won't get into specific names like Mac or anything like that. I, I don't want to create any enemies. But um, we have, the Lord has enabled us over the years. In 1989, we made our first recording, I Sing the Mighty Power of God. I, I will, I, when I promote recordings, I'm already looking at this table and most of them are gone. And this is all we brought with us tonight, and I'm, I'm embarrassed by my lack of faith. You folks are, have already purchased more than the average group would purchase. So what CDs are left, come and get them. They're $10 each. Uh, the newest one we have done is called... <laughs> What's it called, guys? Great Things He Hath Done. We've only done like a 1,000 of them. But, um, yes, Great Things He Hath Done. Uh, they're beautifully orchestrated, and, um, and you can hear us as we were meant to sound. <laughs> but uh, I think any of these recordings might be a blessing to you. They're $10 each while supplies last, and I, again, I apologize if we run out of something. Uh, m many of our recordings are no longer available, but uh, as long as we have them, we're going to keep selling them. So we hope that will be a blessing to you. At this time, we want to sing another. We, the most of songs, I remember... Dr. Bob III is a good friend, and years ago when I uh, started uh, this ministry and we started our group, he came up to me and, forgive the tears, but he said, Tim, never forget the centrality of the cross. You can't sing enough about the cross of Christ. 
And that has always stuck with me. Folks, we can't quit singing. And when we get to heaven, you know what we're going to sing about? The redemption of Jesus Christ. And we're going to praise him for it. So we love singing songs about the cross. We don't get tired of them. I hope you don't get tired of them. This is a wonderful personal testimony. When someone came to the cross and realized his need of Jesus Christ. Maybe some of you fit into that this evening. Maybe you've heard about God. Maybe you're familiar with the Bible stories. You know that there's a cross. You know that Jesus died on it. But you haven't personally been confronted with the message of the cross. I trust, I pray, that this song will speak to your heart. I stood one day at Calvary where Jesus bled and died. I never knew he loved me so, for me was crucified. And as I stood there lost in sin, his love reached down to me. Yeah. 
as much as we're going to move all night. <laughs> you might call us living stones, too. <laughs> we talk about the Lord Jesus being the same yesterday, today, and forever. And one of the great infinite facts about our Savior is the fact that he never changes. The immutability of our God it's what guarantees his faithfulness to us in spite of our unfaithfulness. 
It's what guarantees our salvation. In spite of the fact that sometimes we doubt. Or sometimes we go back to the way we used to be. Even though now we're not supposed to walk like we were in darkness, but as children of light. Our unchanging Savior. In spite of the fact that he is unchanging, that he is never unfaithful, that he will never, no, never, no, never forsake. There are many who refuse to see his goodness. There are many who fail to yield themselves to his glorious grace and accept the beautiful free gift that he has purchased with his own blood. Philippians reminds us, though, that there will be a time when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The book of Revelation reminds us of what that scene will be like and also of what it will be like for those that have yielded to him and are now standing from every tribe and nation of this earth on a glassy sea, casting our crowns at his feet and singing to the Lamb that is now sitting on the throne. John W. Peterson was probably at the pinnacle of the gospel song between the mid-50s all the way up through the 70s. And so many of his gospel hymns talked about salvation in Christ, but also brought into it an element of personal rejoicing in our glorious hope and the fact that one day we will see him face to face. We will rejoice in his glorious heaven and that we will be present when he is crowned King of Kings. Our next song, I want to be there when they crown him King of Kings. Someday when the toils of life are over and the saints are caught away, we will gather round the throne of Jesus for his coronation day. I want to be there when we crown him King of Kings. I want to be there when the court of heaven rings. With a happy song the angel chorus sings. I want to be there when we crown him King of Kings. All the universe will be assembled. Numberless the gathering there. Angel hosts and all the ransomed army. Glorious sight beyond compare. I want to be there when we crown him king of kings. I want to be there when the chord of heaven rings. With a happy song the angel chorus sings. I want to be there when we crown him king of kings. Only those who put their faith in Jesus. 
Shall fill my heart, then I shall bow. 